Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. Something I want to touch on quickly. Um, I'm going to bring me into it, so I'm going to use me as an example, the first part. Paul talks about in Corinthians that we are a sec separate kingdom. We are a separate people. That we've been redempted or had redemption through the blood of Jesus, taken out of the world into God's kingdom. So when I moved into this property I'm in now, I live in veterans accommodation for ex-serving soldiers. And the project itself is it's quite good, you know, and sometimes you can get involved in it and, you know, you can help out. I mean, the landlord, Tony, has asked me to drive the van several times. And, you know, when I first moved in here, I was doing a few drops from this and that. But when I first moved in, at the same time of me moving in, God spoke to me in a voice to me and in prayer, do not get involved, right? I didn't so much ignore that, but I'm trying to help the veterans and I'm me driving the van or doing something in the project is me helping the veterans here that need help. However, God was showing me that it's it's so corrupt in this building. I mean, they, they call themselves a charity, which they are, but a lot of businesses in the UK, like many businesses in the world, they hide behind the word charity. So therefore they don't pay half the tax, even they don't even pay any taxes, right? And they can make lots of money. Now, I'm not going to go into the cr criminal side, I think, that's involved in this building, but what I want to get involved in is the reason why God said to me, don't get involved, is because, Steve, you're a child of God, they're not right these children are locked in satan's kingdom they are the children of adam right and who took over adam satan <clears throat> so until a child or person gives their life to jesus repents of their sin acknowledges him as lord and savior and, give, and becomes born again of spirit and water john 3 5 they are children of satan right every child in this world every person then you are adopted from that kingdom when you give your life to god john 3 5 and you are brought into god's kingdom you're an adopted child of God, obviously a Gentile, into um, uh, the faith, which originated from the Jews, Jesus being a Jew, which is John 15. We are grafted into that grapevine, right? And we are to bear much fruit, and the Father prune us, and so on. But if you don't bear any fruit, the Father cuts you off and throws you into the fire, so you can lose your salvation. Right, so we are a separate kingdom we are not to have fellowship we are not to have associations with those of the world you don't get involved so let me elaborate on this so for example say if you've got a friend from the world and now you're a christian right you're not to ignore that person and be nasty to that person certainly not because that's not jesus's first and second commandment is it he says you love your neighbor as yourself in the second right but we are to love our neighbours, like people in the street that are not saved. We are to preach the gospel to them. We are to walk like the light of God, Jesus. We are to be ambassadors of Jesus. We are to follow Jesus and we are to put lead by example. So then they look at us, these lost ones, your friend or your family member or your work colleague. They look at you and think, well, what's, what's with this person? They're so different to everyone else. They don't swear. They don't curse. They don't lie. They're friendly. They give me anything. They, they give me things. They help me with things. They want nothing in return. And all they do is care about me. That person will go, do you know what? What is it about that person? And then they're going to ask you and you'll say, I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. Who is this Jesus? It's powerful because you can talk all day that you're a Christian. You can talk all day that you're a great person, which could, could borderline come into pride, you know, and self-boasting and vanity, right? But it shows that you're walking with Christ. You are a beacon of light to those in darkness and they want to be a piece of that because every other faith in the world, Buddhism, Hinduism, 
you know, Islam, it's works-based salvation. I've touched on this so many times. And I've met a Buddhist person, and I said to this woman, I said, so tell me a bit more about your faith. And she said, well, in Buddhism, it's about peace and love and loving people and, you know, um, and generally just good karma and all that business, right? But she said it's about, I said to her, so it, but however, it is about number one, you. So your faith talks to you about looking after number one first. It's about you. It's about your inner peace. Me, me, me. Right. Hold that thought there. Imagine if everyone in the world was a Buddhist. It'd be the most selfish society on earth because everyone's focused on themselves. I come first, me, me, me. And you could see it through her sunglasses. I could see her eyes moving. It's blatantly, I've just, that she narrowed her faith right down that it's very demonic right it's very self-centered it's the opposite of what jesus teaches it's the opposite of what the gospel teaches that jesus used jesus says love me with all your heart soul and might first so that you've got to give him everything first so that's him not you him love your neighbor as yourself so your neighbor is equal to you when it comes to respect right and i experienced it through another buddhist woman how loving she was when actually when it suits her she was loving but when it wasn't it was taken away and given to herself so that's not love so we are a separate kingdom we are children of the most high we are children of god the father and the son and the holy spirit and we have been taken into that kingdom and at the end when all of this is done in the revelation there is a new jerusalem a new earth and them children in that new earth new jerusalem are the true children of god they are the ones that want to follow God and his righteousness. They are the ones that listen to his commandments in the Old Testament, which Jesus says in the New Testament, in Matthew 8, when he says, love me with all hearts, heart, soul, and might, love your neighbor as yourself. These two great commandments hold all the 10 laws and the prophets together. In other words, they go nowhere, right? They're always in our hearts. So these children at the end are the true children of God. These are the ones that had a free will to choose to follow the light of God, to follow the righteousness of God, to follow the true living God, Ephesians 4, 5. These are the true children of God. God didn't persuade you. He didn't force you. He didn't make you like a puppet, like all these other false religions in the world and faiths, right? And he didn't, he, he, you didn't buy your way into heaven, which they all do, right? Works-based salvation. Even the, the non-believing Jews, as much as the Muslims, right? It's works-based salvation. Everything the Jews are doing right now in Israel, anywhere in the world, orthodox jews right or ones that don't accept the messiah jesus right everything they do in their faith is works right work sacrifices praying on certain times just like the muslims do right these people will go to hell because if you don't accept jesus the messiah he says this in the book of matthew i think it was matthew 8 he says if you don't believe i am the messiah you will all die in your sins right now when i read the book of numbers there's a chap in there called dathan and he went up against Moses. And I won't go into the full story, but him and his whole family, including another, were swallowed up into the living dead. And you think to yourself, what? When I read this, I was like, what? The living dead. That means you're living, but you're dead. So your flesh is dead, but your spirit is living in hell. Right? That's for another time. So we are a separate kingdom we are not to get involved as they are we are not to associate and do things that they do so a christian is not to go to nightclubs and party a christian is not to go to the pub and drink beer and smoke cigarettes and listen to all the swearing around them and be part of that right 
you are to be to um you are to mix with your own kind your own people your own brothers and sisters in christ to worship the lord number one to honor him to respect him right to come before him to humble yourself to submit to him and serve him that's what we are now that's what john 3 5 is you are to be born again of spirit and water the spirit giving yourself to god acknowledging that you're a sinner you repent of your sins you ask for forgiveness and you'll be you'll be forgiven and the spirit will baptize you will come into you being baptized in water is being baptized in a lake a pond or in a church baptistry whatever you want right personally i did it in the sea and so did another brother because the sea is powerful and it's just better than a church i call a church pond i'm not i don't really like it um and when i went down and i came up i felt like a completely different person and i'm not exaggerating i literally went down before i went down i opened up my heart to god which i did on the beach in a personal testimony um i actually i could attach that perhaps onto this somehow i've got a video of it my personal testimony however i don't know how i'll attach it i'll try to if i can later on so after that testimony i went into the sea i spoke to god i said i just opened up my heart and I said god i love you so much i thank you for what you've done in my in, in your son i love you so much i want to serve you and i want to be by your side like john was all the time in the new testament lord i pray in jesus name and i went down and i came up and i literally felt like a new person it was like niagara falls washed all the scum and the crust and the filth off my body but actually it was jesus blood that did that and that's the same for any of you that are non-believers this is what's open to you right it's powerful i swear i saw thousands of angels in the sky i mean i've told you in my one of my first podcasts that i have i've had visions and dreams so far now i've had 16 visions i've had about seven dreams i've heard god's voice audibly um i've actually seen in one of my visions god's presence i've actually seen his glory which is in revelation 2 his description um was it revelation one revelation one revelation two um jesus's full description i saw his eyes are fire powerful stuff anyway before i veer off i want to just focus on what i want to talk about today was we are not to get involved and the brother last night who's in the 70s a lovely guy you know he said steve you're right because we are not to get involved in the world we are to be ambassadors and beacons of light but if you're walking with these people that are in darkness and you're doing the things that they are how can you be any different how can you walk like a beacon of light because the way you act the way you talk the way you think the way you do things is totally different to what they do you know like me being me now going back to what i was like in the world you know i look back and i'm disgusted but no god it's all right steve that was you lost i rescued you you come along with me and that's a partnership that's what relationship in christ is all about and you we are to love people so a bit of common sense needs to be used right and when you read scripture and what it says in the book of corinthians and other books about we are beacons of light we're not to be like those in the world we are we are from the world but we're not of the world it's very simple stuff so you know you've got a neighbor of yours say for example and that neighbor is into heavy metal rock they're dressed in black they worship the satan and this and that right as which is a good example actually so they worship satan they're satanists they got their bowels pictures all over the over the wall they, they went to heavy metal right but they come out in the morning and say hi steve how you doing i go all right so and so whatever your name is you know and you chat with them right and now when you chat with them it's like good morning how are you right um you know it's a beautiful day this and that and then they'll if they're interested they see something different you they're going to ask you about your life they're going to ask you what do you do well i'm a christian evangelist what's that 
Um, well, you know, it's a, an evangelist is a man of God who proclaims the gospel to non-believers, right? That the the, the the gift of redemption through Jesus' blood, right, is a, a gift from God that if you believe and repent of your sins, God will forgive you, you know? But also, I'm an evangelist who looks after my brothers and sisters in Christ, and if they're in the wrong... <clears throat> I have to get them on the right path. Well, no, I don't get them on the right path. I point them to the right path, and then Jesus sorts them out through prayer or discipline or whatever the case may be. So, and then you just start a conversation. But what you're not doing is you're not you're not stepping over into their realm. And what you're doing as well is if they start talking about rubbish of the world or they start blaspheming and cursing, you can change the subject and talk about Christ again, or you can just walk away, right? But show them love all the time. Like if, uh, for example, they get out into the car, the car doesn't start, get out and say, do you want some help with that? And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, please. Right? And as you've helped them, you push the car or you've done something with the engine and it works, say, it was my pleasure to help you. I don't want anything. Thank you very much. And you walk off. And they'll think to themselves, wow, well, that's not normal. People in the world normally want something. And they'll think to themselves, well, if I did that, I'd want something in return. That's what you think like in the world. I used to do that. I would help anybody, right, in the world. If I saw anyone stranded, regardless of your colour, where your background from, I'll help you. And there was there was a time once when I was in Portsmouth, my hometown. I was driving down the motorway, three-lane motorway. And as I went down this road, on my right, there was a car that was parked up. It was in a central reservation. There's a woman near the car. So straight away, my heart goes out to a woman being a male, right? And something inside me told me to go down, turn around, and go back and help her. Not knowing at the time, it was a spirit telling me my spirit to do that. So I went down to the junction, I turned around, came back. It was about a two-mile trip, three-mile trip. Pulled in, and it was so sad. This woman, right, she was deaf, right? And she had, obviously she couldn't speak, right? No one had pulled over to help her, right? And I had to get onto her phone. I spoke to her relative. I can't remember what happened now from that point. I think someone came and picked her up. And her relative said, oh, thank you so much for what you've done. You know, no, uh, uh, how could you do that? That's so kind of you. And you know what? I nearly cried on the spot. And actually, I did cry as I drove off because it was so sad. You know, no one helped her. She was on her own. And God was watching out for her there and then. Right there, God knew that woman was vulnerable. And he had someone that was in the area that was going to come to him in six, seven years' time. Right? This man will help her. This man belongs to me. That's Ephesians 1, verses 1 to 4. I was predestined before, before the foundations of the earth to come to my Lord. You know, and we are to help these people. So say that scenario is again, and it was a satanist. It was someone who's a left-wing scumbag. You know, and I say left-wing scumbag because left-wing scumbags are anti-law, anti-God, you know, abortion, happy, you name it, right? These people are going to hell if they don't repent. And, and then they deserve to know the gospel. They deserve to have that chance to repent, but the chance are many won't, you know. And we are to be beacons of light. We are to show them that we're from a different kingdom, that we walk different, we act different, we say different things, we don't swear, we don't curse, we certainly don't blaspheme, right? We don't we don't desire anything as in, if I do something for you, I want something in return. Everything we do is because we love people. That's real love. We are to prepare to give our lives for that person. You know, where I live, there's a guy called Chris Jackson. Um, maybe I shouldn't mention names on here, but so he'd be all right with it. Um... I said to him the other day, I said, Chris, if some loony in here stabbed me with a knife in the stomach and I was bleeding on the floor, and if my blood turned black, I'm done, right? Because you're basically done. You're about 15 minutes to live with that. I said, Chris, 
if I was dying in your arms, right, all I would want from you is to give your life to Christ. I would die for you so you could live. And I walked to my doctor's the other day, and I was in there, and I spoke to my doctor. He's a lovely guy. He's got three kids and a wife, and he said, one thing is this COVID-19 has taught me, Steve, is about holding your family close. And I thought, yep, and I've preached to him as well. And I said, Father, on the way out, Father, I would give my life so he would know the gospel and his kids and his wife will be saved. 100%. You could put a gun straight to my head right now and say, you're going to die, Steve, but they will live and go to heaven. I'll say, pull the trigger because I'm going home, brother. Right, simple as that. That is a level of dedication Jesus wants. I made a previous podcast, two podcasts back, about um, Jesus wants uh, courage, not cowards. I encourage you to listen to that because it's true. And this is one of the biggest things that Jesus wants. He makes it very clear in Revelations 22 what happens to cowards, right? People that think they're clever or act like they're something and then they're not and they cause problems. These people in the faith will be thrown into hell. Simple as that. He's got no time for it. Just listen to what he says in Matthew 25 and throughout the epistles. He makes it very clear. This is God in the flesh, right? He makes it very clear the standards that he has. Now, we can't ever meet that standard via our works, but it's faith in him. And if we follow him with all our hearts, he can give you faith. He can give you courage, right? But cowards that deliberately do what they do, well, you know, I wouldn't want to be you, Judgment Day, but that way. So, to finish up, we are not to get involved in any situation if you work in an environment in an office block and these people are literally left-wing so-and-sos right you need to make a decision i'm around toxic people that don't respect me because of my faith or it could be any job any job or any place even your family members jesus says this in the book in the four epistles he says you'll have to give up everything for me in the book of luke he says you'll have to give up everything for me luke 17 and luke 21 he talks about you'll have to give up everything for me and everyone right to follow me and be my disciple jesus said in luke 9 23 deny yourself pick up your cross and follow me deny everything you think and want and desire crucify the flesh from doing something and follow me you will make mistakes and when you do you bring it to the attention of jesus you repent of your sin and you move forward that's the grace of god that's what the blood's for right so workplace family friends we are not to be like them i have two family members biological mum and a half brother right and when i say biological members because my nan and granddad they brought me up my nan brought me up the day i was born my mum didn't want to know my dad didn't certainly want to know but my nan did all the work and god showed me that my nan was the best of the best an irish woman and without her i would have been dead or in prison but god made sure she looked after me 50 percent love 50 percent discipline and trust me being an irish woman from southern ireland she knew what she was doing i love her and i've seen her in heaven for a vision she's waiting for me i can't wait to see her again um family members and jesus says you'll have to give up everything for me even those who come against you he says i will turn away i will make you know you will hate your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle for me, right? In other words, what he's saying is these people are going to reject me and hate my guts, me being Jesus. That's what he says, right? That's what he's saying in that scripture. And you'll have to walk away from that. Are you prepared to do that? Are you prepared to give up your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle? Now, children won't because children love their mum and dad and they'll follow you wherever you go. But this is what it means. Now, unfortunately, you might think, well, I can't do that. Then, well... That's between you and God. But what God showed me is that, Steve, as you walk with me, you're going to see that there's family members that are living in sin. There certainly is in my family. My mum, she is 
unbelievable, mum. She's so wicked. You you could not believe the stuff that I've heard that she's done to people that are outside of the family, and how she behaves. Forget about me, how she treated me and my sister, right? That's not important. I've forgiven her totally in my heart. But it's what she's done to people that I forgive her for. But if she doesn't repent of her sin, she will go to hell. It's as simple as that. I've told her that to my her face. I've told well, my brother. I've told him briefly that, you know, and I've had to be different with him because, you know, he's my brother. I care about him. But he's so lost in Satan's kingdom as much as she is. As an evangelist, this is sometimes can be quite hard. Because with some people, I'm just direct. And I say to them, if you don't repent of your sin, which I've done here and I've done somewhere else, you will go to hell. With other people, you have to be, the tactics have to be different, but still the same sort of tactics. So you say to them, look, I love you and care about you. And so does Jesus. But if you live in this sin and you do this sin and you live in sin, you don't repent of your sin, you'll go to hell, mum. And that's what I've said. And she doesn't like it. She calls herself a Catholic. And apparently Catholics are all the only ones that are matter on this earth. And Catholics, you have to be a Catholic to get to heaven. Mm, yeah, good luck with that. Because that's not what scripture says um for example on sunday they offer a sacrifice for sins in their service no that was done two thousand years on the cross you don't need to do that anymore and that's borderline works you can't earn your way to heaven and that's what the catholics believe however the lord has shown me there are those in there that love me steve and your job as evangelist is to pull them out and um, lead the way and this is basically my topic today i'm talking about we are to be beacons of light to those in darkness so we're not to associate with them and have fellowship with them and you know hang out with them and go bowling with them and go to nightclubs with them certainly not we are to we can meet them for a coffee we can walk down the park with them as long as we're talking about jesus and why the gospel is so important and what he offers why he's jesus so different from every other faith in the world if you don't really understand any other faith then start learning right read your gospel read the gospel this is what i say to everyone all the time read the new testament listen to what jesus says and do it i recommend the new king james version or even better the king james the anglicized esv is also good because it's a literal bible literal is basically word for word and that's the sort of person I am. I don't want to hear people's opinions. I just want the truth. And I'm sure many of you do as well. So King James is old school English. New King James is more modern English. Same translation, a few errors cleaned up. ESV anglicized is basically in a British English in ESV. And then you've got the normal ESV, which is American English. You choose. And I just encourage you all to turn to God and listen to him because he is the one that sets the standards. Jesus sets the standards. We don't. If he's not interested in your opinions, he wants your obedience and then he does the work in the spirit. But if you're going to sit there and go, well, I'm doing this and that, you say, well, go on and get on with it. You know, because don't waste my time. I've got other people that I need to focus on. And it's as simple as that. He will do that. And I don't particularly care if you don't like what I'm saying. This is the facts right he sets the standards he's done it all on the cross he has died for us and suffered greatly for every single one of us that three hours from when he was crucified to three o'clock he suffered more than any human being or anything in history right and he loves you and he died for you so listen to what he says and follow him and do as you're told because at the end of the day if you do not get changed through sanctification romans 6 7 8 and you do not allow the potter jesus being the potter right and you being the clay to make this perfect vase and the potter's will if you don't allow jesus to mold you into the vessel that's suitable for heaven you will go to hell and you will go to the lake of fire finished game over simple as that it's a relationship it's not works you can't earn your way to heaven that's it finished you think your good deeds are going to get you to heaven you think again because that's exactly what scripture says it won't happen 
you will come before God on your knees. Previous podcasts I did about do you pray on your knees? You come before God on your knees, all your hands, more importantly, right? And you ask him for his direction. You ask him for his will in your life, not yours. And then you will go to heaven if you follow Jesus. So brothers and sisters, I pray over you, Lord, now in the name of Jesus, that Lord, this message is about we are a separate kingdom of the ones in the world. They are lost. We are the beacons of light. We're not to have associations when we're not to hang out about in bowling alleys and nightclubs and, you know, going around having dinners and allowing them to celebrate the filth that they celebrate, rock music and all the crap on TV, Lord. We are to be a separate kingdom. We are to preach that gospel. So if there is opportunities of being around these people. We are to put you first and to be ambassadors to your kingdom, Lord to preach your gospel right regardless of their like it or not lord we are to serve you as servants that it's ephesians 4 5 there is one faith one lord one god that is it lord i pray lord in jesus name that this message goes out lord and touches the people that we are a separate kingdom we are not to get involved with those in the world but we are to be beacons of light so we can meet in a coffee shop and talk about the gospel. We can help people. We can serve people and walk as beacons of light. So they may be attracted to that beacon of light like a moth is to the flame. Right. And they want to be a piece of that. I pray, Lord, in Jesus name, that this message goes out and touches those who listen. That we are to be that kingdom. I pray, Lord, in Jesus name, Lord. Amen. Bless you all. Love you all. Bye.